spiritual slang like God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Or won't he do it? Because <laughs> you know he really will. Hey. Hello. Welcome to the very first episode of Spiritual Slang. Y'all, I am so excited to be doing this finally. And I mean finally because it has been a long time coming, which I'll get into that in a little bit. But spiritual slang, man, let's talk about that. The reason I chose the name spiritual slang is because slang is a form of talking and talking is what I'll be doing on here. And then spiritual, I love me some Jesus. And so everything that I talk about on here will be through a faith-based lens. And so I was like, let's do it. Spiritual slang, I mean, it makes sense. It's dope. It's kind of unique. Also, I consider spiritual slang those phrases that we always use, where it's like, won't he do it? He said he would. Oh, no, he's not. He said he will. Yes, he will. Wait, I might have got the lyrics wrong, but like the won't he do it or the but God. And everything I talk about on here is going to be very transparent and vulnerable and real, but God, because no matter what has gone on at any part of my life, God came through. That's why I wanted to come out with the podcast, because I really believe that we go through things in life to tell our story in order to help those who look like us, not physically, but internally. And so I just want to help and give encouragement and faith to anyone who has gone through the same things that I have gone through or are going through those things because, I mean, it's not like I'm healed from everything. Let me keep it real, but <laughs> are going through those things and just hopefully just give them faith and encouragement that there is a light at the end of every dark tunnel. And this podcast is a light at the end of so many dark tunnels. I'm going to be 100% transparent on this podcast. So I'm going to be talking about daddy issues because I've dealt with that insecurities definitely have those and had those abandonment issues yep dealt with that too rejection issues and just so much more um and these are all things that I feel like a lot of you could probably relate to me on but it's not always something that we want to talk about it's not something that's easy to talk about and easy to face and so I just want to be that voice you know and say, you know what? You're not alone. We all go through it. Like I said earlier, this podcast has been a long time coming. And by long time, I mean two and a half years. But it's not like I was working on the podcast for two and a half years because I wasn't. It was more like God revealed to me that I was going to do the podcast. But he also revealed that I needed to wait. Sometimes God will tell you something and he'll be like, this is what you're going to do but you ain't going to do it right now because you can't do it right now. So you got to wait. Sometimes it's hard for us to wait because we're like super excited and and want to get to it right away. But honestly, it was easy for me to wait. I have always been that person that wasn't that much of a talker, to be honest. I was shy growing up. I was quiet um, and frankly, just insecure in my voice, which is funny that now I have a podcast, but that's how God works. 
so yeah so when he said to wait I was like I'm cool with waiting like I ain't trying to I ain't really trying to do that so it was a waiting period for about two years and then this year it was finally go time I started to work on the podcast but in order for me to come out with spiritual slang I needed to be the person that could come out with spiritual slang what I mean by that is I needed to see myself the way God saw me. I needed to confront some areas in me that needed to go in order for me to come out with this. And I'm talking about like confronting self-doubt, insecurities, like I needed to really see myself right because I didn't. And if I would have tried to do this two and a half years ago, I probably would have psyched myself out. I would be too fearful of coming out with it and basically stood in front of my own self. So I had to work on seeing myself, which when you really start to work on seeing yourself right, I mean, it is tough because it's like, there's the, I don't know if it's, I would say it's easy, but there's the part where you have to accept the good parts about you. And if you don't really see yourself right, then you don't really um, give those parts attention. But there's an aspect where you have to accept the good parts in you and not that it's easy, but it's it's easier to be like, oh, cool. I'm kind like I'm loyal. That's awesome. Like I'm down with that. But then when you have to actually start facing the areas that you're not proud of, y'all know what I'm talking about. The areas that no one knows about that you keep between you and God or the thoughts that go through your mind that you don't really say. When you have to really start to face those areas, that's when it gets like deep. And that's what I had to do in this process of coming out with the podcast. Those thoughts that were not pretty and that I kept to myself, ooh-wee. <laughs> they would tell me so many lies about myself that I just could not. So that's how I started to work on myself when I began the process of really putting my effort in doing this podcast because I needed to see me before coming out with this it only makes sense that I would make the first episode seeing yourself right so let's talk about that for a second I mean I know I mentioned a little bit about it but I'll start by saying that it is so important to really see you for you and to really see who you are and who you are through God's lens because if you don't see yourself right you won't ever fully walk freely in life you won't ever fully walk in your purpose because you won't think that you're that you deserve that purpose you won't even know that that you could do whatever you're supposed to do if you don't see yourself right so that's why it's so important and because when you don't see you in the right perspective it opens the door to so many insecurities and trust issues and all of the above so let's backtrack to about like seven and a half months when I started to really work on seeing me the way God sees me and when doing that I realized that the main reason why I couldn't see myself right was because I never thought that I was enough it didn't matter like what I had or what I had accomplished or who I had in my life. I just always had this like feeling in me that I wasn't enough. And 
for anyone who knows how it feels to feel like you're not enough, no matter what anyone tells you or or how much you're affirmed or encouraged or whatever, it feels good in that moment, but it never changes. Like it just never feels like it's enough. And the reason is because if you don't see yourself right, doesn't matter what anyone says, you won't believe it. So not being enough, or at least feeling like I wasn't enough, because I am enough. It's so interesting. I had to sit in that revelation for a little bit because I needed to really understand how that affected my life. Because I knew what I felt, but I didn't know what I was necessarily doing to feel okay then like did I feel like I wasn't enough all the time or was I subsiding or like pushing it down or uh, forgetting it sometimes by doing other things and one of the things I realized was that I was defining myself by my works by what I could produce what I had how much I could do that's all I was defining myself by And because I was defining myself by my works, I was also setting unrealistic expectations on myself that I could never reach. So when I didn't reach those expectations, I'd be down on myself and feel like I wasn't doing enough. But the reality is I could never reach those expectations because they were unrealistic. But my mind didn't comprehend that. (laughs) Like, I just wanted to do more, more and more. And it got to a point where I just never stopped working. I was an unhealthy version of a workaholic. I was doing things on weekends that were basically work in a sense, like not for my job, but like I was constantly doing something because if I stopped, I would feel like I wasn't doing enough. So if I could keep myself busy and if I could keep myself moving and if I could keep myself doing the most, then I'd be like, okay, I'm doing my part. Don't get me wrong. It is really good to be a hard worker and work hard towards your dreams and passions and job and building things. That's all great. But it comes down to what are you working hard for? Are you working hard because you want to like build the thing that you're building? Or are you working hard because you need to be defined by it? Because if you stop and you don't do it, then you feel like you're a failure. And it was the latter for me. I felt like if I stopped doing things, then I'd be a failure or... I tell myself that you're not doing enough. You need to be doing more, 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 more. But just like hard work is important, so is rest. We can't run on E. So I was always someone that was working hard to get things or to produce things so that I could show that I was good enough. I was almost fearful to stop doing things, to stop working or participating in things or even serving because I didn't want to face that area. And when I realized that I started to take the time to really like rest and allow myself to have days off, even though people say no days off, (laughs) it's important to have days off. Um, And in that time, I was able to realign with myself. And I remember God revealing to me exactly like this, that you're not defined by your works. You're defined by the asset that you are. You're defined by the asset that you are to your family, friends, job, relationship. You're defined by that. You're not defined by what you could actually produce. And that thing, I mean, it blessed me. Let me tell you, I was like, that's all I needed to know. No, but it really did bless me because it started to shift my perspective. 
I was like, oh, that's right. If you just focus on whatever you could produce or make or um, like have a hand in, all of those things can go, you know, but if you really just focus and define yourself on who you are as a person at the very core of it, that is more valuable than any amount of work that you could put into a thing or anything that you can produce. Who you are at the core, are you loving? Are you kind? Are you faithful? Are you loyal? That is what matters. So I was like, oh, (laughs) I had it wrong the whole time. But yeah, that really helped me and continues to help me because it's not an overnight thing. When you have lived most of your life thinking a certain way, you're not just going to change that thought process overnight. It's going to take time. And so that's just something that I constantly remind myself when I start to have the thoughts of needing to do more or I'm not good enough because I didn't get to do this or I didn't put this much work into it or I didn't produce this. When I start to really get those thoughts, I remember that it's not about what I can do. It's about who I am. Seeing yourself right. Being defined by my works was one of the things that resulted in me really feeling like I wasn't enough and feeling like I needed to overcompensate. But another thing that I learned was that I was constantly seeking approval from others. Do I have any other approval seekers out there? Um, But I was searching for my value and worth in other people. Because I couldn't see my own value and worth, I needed to feel like I was enough through the eyes of others. Whether that be a family member, a friend, someone I was in a relationship with, a coworker, it doesn't matter. Like I was constantly just looking to be be validated by other people. This is interesting though, because it's not like I would wake up and be like, today I need to be validated by this many people and I'll be okay. But it was something that I realized I needed when I felt like I wasn't getting it or I wasn't getting enough of it. The reality is we aren't for everybody. So there are going to be people that don't value you that don't see your worth, that don't treat you the way that you should be treated. So seeking approval and validation from others, it just gets really messy because not everyone's going to give you that validation you need. And especially if they don't see your worth, they'll end up treating you less than you deserve. And that will only lead you to insecurities and not seeing yourself right (laughs) and I'm talking about myself I'm saying you but I'm talking about myself that was what I was going through I like fiend I mean fiend might be a strong word but I feel like it might be accurate (laughs) Um, if I'm being real honest but I like fiend for people to tell me that like I was good enough or I was great or I was doing a good job and there's a difference between words of affirmation and like just seeking approval from others. I couldn't see myself right. So I was looking at myself through the lens of other people. And so I'm like, okay, cool when they're affirming me. But then when they don't affirm me or they don't show that I'm good enough and no one owes you that, it was just something that was going on in my head. And I actually didn't think anyone owed me that. But when I just didn't get it, I started to think that 
they either didn't want to be my friend anymore or didn't really care about me or didn't think I was good. For a while, I didn't link that to the fact that I was seeking for them to show me that I was enough in their eyes or um, that I was approved. I just was like, why am I having all these thoughts? But that's what it was linked to. Story time. When I was working on seeing me and and in this area of why and how and where this whole looking for my value and worth and other people came from and and like what it resulted in and how it played a part in my life, a situation was brought to my attention that I hadn't thought about in ages. I say ages (laughs) like it was ages. No, that I hadn't thought about in a very, very long time. And in that situation involved an ex-boyfriend of mine. Yes, it's about to get real, real, because it's important for you to really realize the effect that not seeing yourself right and uh, feeling like you're not enough has in your life, you know. And so back to the story, I was dating this person and this was in the beginning of our dating relationship, like It was really new. It might have been maybe like a month in. And there was this one night where I was over his house and we were trying to go to sleep and his phone kept ringing and it kept getting a bunch of calls and text messages. And I'm not exaggerating. Like it was ringing. I don't know. Not maybe not 100, but like 50 times. It was it was a lot. Right. And so I was just like, who keeps calling you? And he told me that it was his ex-girlfriend his ex-girlfriend. I said it, but he told me it was his ex-girlfriend. And I was like, why is she calling you? He was like, I don't know. And whatever. So obviously it's a little irritating when you're trying to go to sleep, but we move on. And the next morning while he's in the shower, I, BC, if you don't know what BC means, that means before Christ, Chanel decided I was going to go through his phone because I wanted to know why his ex-girlfriend was calling. And I went through his text messages and I saw a text message that was sent from him to her the night before that I was sleeping in his bed. And the text message said, I'm going to marry you someday. I had to just pause right there. Yes, that's what it said. And I was like, what? What? You know, like when wheat thins with the H, wheat thins. That's what I said. What? Like, I was like, what? But. I was in a dilemma because in that moment, we were very new. So I didn't really feel like like it bothered me, but it didn't bother me or that I thought it didn't really bother me on like a really deep level. But I was trying to figure out whether or not I should say something to him. The only reason why I was kind of debating that is because I didn't want him to know that I was going through his phone while he was in the bathroom so that he could think I was crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I know I'm not alone in that. So I decided that I wasn't going to say anything. And I just kept it to myself. I just moved on. And we ended up continuing to date and getting into a relationship that was ultimately unhealthy. But the reason I bring up that story is because when that was brought to my attention again, God was like, that was a situation where you didn't see yourself right. And that's true. Because if I would have seen myself right, then the moment I saw that text message, I would have stopped dating that person. I wouldn't have gotten into a full-blown relationship with them. 
that then turned into something unhealthy, I would have just stopped it right there because I would have known that I was more worthy and had more value than to be with someone who really wanted to be with someone else. But I didn't because I didn't see myself right. Looking for your value and worth in others will just constantly leave you empty. It needs to start with you seeing your value and worth. And then when you do that, it doesn't matter what anyone says. Defining myself by my works and searching for approval from other people were two of the things that I realized uh, were part of me not really feeling like I was enough in life. But I share those things just to say, in order to see yourself right, sometimes you're going to have to dig deep and see where the toxic thoughts and unhealthy thoughts are coming from. Sometimes you might just have to go into your past and remember situations that maybe you don't want to really remember, but our past can sometimes be connected to our healing. So you got to go back there. You got to take it back. You got to get that healing um, so that you can really see your value and, and see that you are enough. Seeing yourself right. I just want to share a couple of things that really helped me see myself right. Um, other than like digging deep and finding out where things came from and where thoughts came from. But one of the things that is so important with seeing yourself right is to look at God. God created all of us and he created us perfect in our own ways. And so look at God first and foremost. Um, face every area of your life, every area about you, face it. Face the pretty and accept those things and be proud of those things and then face the ugly. We got to face it. We can't sweep it under the rug. We can't keep pushing it down thinking it's not going to come up because it is and it will. (laughs) Um, But face it, you know, and allow yourself to work on those areas And we all have ugly areas, so we shouldn't be ashamed of that because it's not who we always have. It's not who we're always going to be. We don't have to stay that way. We can change it. We can work on ourselves. We can become better. And so face it and work on it. Also, get the right community around you. I'm just going to shout out the people in my life. If I did not have them, I would not have been able to do this podcast. Because they saw me when I couldn't see me. Transparent moment real quick. There was a time when I was working on spiritual slang and actually working on it. And that time I'm talking about is like a month or two ago. (laughs) So it's not that's not that long ago. But I almost gave up on it because I couldn't see myself right. I started to let self-doubt come in my head. I started to let my insecurity of not feeling like I was enough try to creep back in my head in my life. And if it wasn't for the people in my life that were constantly pushing me and encouraging me and checking in on the podcast, if I'm honest, I probably wouldn't have done it. And so it's so important to have the right people in your life that see you even when you don't see you. Lastly, give yourself grace for the process because it is a process. Like I mentioned earlier, when you've done something for so many years, It's not going to change just overnight. So give yourself grace because it is a process. And in that process, I encourage you to turn around 
and look at the progress that you have made. Because sometimes we can get so wrapped up in like the day to day that we forget to look at how far we've come. If you take a moment sometimes to just turn around and look at how far you've come, that'll encourage you to go even further. That'll encourage you to keep going and to know that it just gets better and better. And even if you're taking baby steps, baby steps are good because baby steps turn into big steps and they're still steps. It's not like you're just standing there being stagnant. No, you're stepping. And so, yeah, give yourself grace and and just keep pushing yourself and moving forward. I said lastly already, but there is one more thing I want to say that really helped me when I was in this process of not only coming out with the podcast, but also working on myself to become the person I needed to be to do spiritual slang. One of my friends once told me that a butterfly was once a caterpillar. I'm gonna let that marinate for a second because a butterfly is like this beautiful, colorful insect and a caterpillar we don't really pay that much attention to because there's not anything really special about it. But a butterfly was once a caterpillar. So that beautiful thing that we know a butterfly to be once had a cocoon that it needed to shed. And that's how I view us. We're just butterflies waiting to come out of our cocoon. But in order for us to come out of our cocoon, we have to shed off all the layers that are holding us back or holding us down. We have to shed off all the unhealthy thought processes, unhealthy attitudes, and just everything that is really not a part of who we really are and truly are in God's eyes. We have to break all of that off of us so that we can fly freely and be the beautiful butterflies that we are. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of Spiritual Slang. This was fun, honestly. (laughs) Mama, we made it. I had to shout out my mom, obviously, but thank you for joining me. And as I said before, it's just going to get more real, more transparent and more vulnerable on here. And so I hope that you will tune back in. I will be uploading episodes is it uploading or posting posting i think it might be i don't know i will be uploading episodes every monday and i'm just excited to see what god is gonna do through this because it is all him anywho i'll hop off of here bye i don't know (laughs) i gotta work on that outro but bye